sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. In our world today, more and more people live a life that is, to be honest, apathetic and indifferent. So how do we awaken wonder? Wonder in our hearts, wonder in our minds, wonder in our being. That's what we're going to talk about today on Ignition. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Bergwald, and we want to set your faith ablaze so that you might live the adventure that comes from a relationship with Jesus Christ. Before we get into wonder, we want you to know that we love listener feedback. So if you've got questions about today's episode, or if you have ideas for future episodes, please contact us. The easiest way to do so is by email, and the address is ignition at sfcatholic.org. So we're celebrating today the 500th episode of Ignition. And to talk about wonder, uh, I brought in some wonderful people who, for long-time <laughs> listeners, will be uh, maybe familiar to listeners or viewers. Some, some of you, just listeners. Uh, but I have all of my past, and this is like, we're filming this in December, even though you're hearing this in March. Uh, this is like Ghosts of Christmas, past, present, no future. That makes you... Scrooge. That's uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, that's one point, Father. Well, I'll be Cratchit then. Okay. So, so for those who are listening and not watching, uh, I have to my left Asinistra from Sinisters. They, you know, in Italian, Sinistra. Oh. Uh, Father Andrew Dickinson. Uh, hi, Father. Hi. Uh, going around clockwise, Renee Leach. Hello. Kevin Miles. Hello. And then off uh, up in the upper balcony, heckling. <laughs> Uh, to be coming later will be Renee Kranz and Emily Leadham. We'll get to them about halfway through. I'm really glad at the introduction you just didn't call us old like you did earlier. I, so. I did. <laughs> uh, Father, like you're the early, you, you two are the earlier co-hosts he, he, together he with Father Dickinson. Right, yeah. He was so crazy. we, it was 2011, Father, when we we, when we started. We, and do you remember the first episode? Was it on Inception? Yeah, it was indeed okay. on the movie Inception. Womp. Uh, wow. Exactly. Womp, womp. Anyway, so, so. <laughs> You're like, you could be on that oh Harry boy. Potter show, <laughs> you know, the, the <laughs> show. Control it, yeah. So, so we're going to talk about, you guys, so as I, as I teased at the top of the show, um, for me, as I told all of you, one of the ways that a wonder, that wonder is awoken, awake, awoken, awoken, awoken. I think awoken. One of the ways I become, uh, I, I, become I, I become, <laughs> <laughs> is by hearing what fascinates other people. Uh, so I asked all of you to tell me what's been fascinating you lately. And Kevin, you replied, like, do you mean like in the secular world or the faith <laughs> well, world? You know, but either way. It's been, what, 11 years since I've been at the diocese, with the diocese, yeah, and yeah. working for the diocese. Yeah. And, and you stopped practicing your faith as soon as you left. I yeah, understand. Absolutely. So, right. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, I mean, you know, you know, it's, it's, no, but it's like, it was ignition, you know, we always talked about. You know, aspects theology of theology. Or, yeah. Yeah, I always yeah, got yeah. into things. Yeah. I'm going, oh, geez, I've been working around McDonald's charities for ten years, right. and I, and and so when you shot out, what's what's fascinating, fascinating you. me today, and I'm going, well, if I really talk about it, it's really, it's really, uh, it's it's something in the world, and really, it's race relations. It's, okay, and it's it, and the what I can best describe it as is I started asking the question, "Who's my brother?" You know, yeah. we've gone through a tr trying times, and uh, I, you know, it was about a year and a half, two years ago. I started asking questions. Well, how did this come to be? You know, how did you know this situation in the United States? It's just not you know uh, African American issues and slavery issues, but but how is it that you know Irish were once considered black, Italians were considered black? What, how did that come to be? Yep. And that's been, and the whole Christian side of that is who is my brother? Who is my sister? Where am I going? And it's been a fascinating journey for me as I've 
got into reading more of you know Civil War history, and this is something I just dove into this past summer, and you know I've been diving in deeper and in, into how we've evolved as a nation, as as mm-hmm. a, a race, as um, a society and a community, of how we've how we've dealt with the aftermaths of even the Civil War that we get to today. And I know you're a history buff kind of person too. You know, it's, it's, it's just fascinating to see how we've evolved of really embracing who is our brother, who yeah. is our sister, and, and growing in that understanding. So what what about it is fascinating because there's a lot there's a lot of uh, contemporary issues. I mean, there's a lot of controversial yeah, topics. I mean, I mean so I mean, to what, me was, why what what's like like awoken you? What's awoken in me is is the understanding. And I know this is terrible. I still don't know if that's a word. Is, what what's what's uh, risen in me is is where is Kevin in his attitude towards minorities. Mm. You know, I, I was a missionary in Mexico and I remember the first time I was standing in the middle of a village and realized I was the only white person and I was standing there and, and it was, it was during the George Floyd issues, everything like that. My kids were right in the middle of Minneapolis and right. I was wearing, how are you guys? Yep. Where are you at? It started this question where it, then it came to, you know, the, uh, uh, all the army bases being named after civil war generals. I'm going, well, why is that? And I start questioning those things as to why. And I find it fascinating that maybe uh, an original sin is prejudice too, is maybe original sin is What's well, a fruit is holding, of it for sure. It's fruit of it. That's yeah. Yeah, is holding on to myself and what I want. Right. Really? And right. it really comes down to that is Egoism I'm holding on to what I want. Yeah. And that's been the fascinating journey for me because I'm questioning where I'm at in that whole pathway right. because, you know, you know, I'm I'm the white guy you know, white Catholic guy. And where am I as I work with my African-American employees, my need, I deal with Native American families constantly and I'm dealing with race issues constantly when I'm dealing with my Native American families that come into our doors and, and just the roadblocks that are in their way. You know, it's, it's been a fascinating journey for me. So it comes to that question of, of who is my brother and what do I do there? How do I, how do I lay down my prejudices? Right. Because they are there, and how do I let that go? Well, but it's it's so fa- it's if when I I'm getting fascinated hearing you talk about it uh, because you know it, it resonates with so much of the Christian life as well because I think that there's desire to find like the one way to do it and to do it completely and finally and totally oh. right yeah. as if I could do this all at once through one like heroic effort or mm. through one one final insight like I, you know I comb the books to find like the one last insight that'll get me to do it. But like the idea that's got to be that that journey of it, yeah, you it know, and, and and that and that movement of it, and and to be at peace with that in myself, that yeah. th- that that I have ugliness in myself yeah. mm-hmm. that I wish I didn't have. And for thirty years, you know, I worked for the church, and I was able to have these theological conversations. I was able to walk in yeah. and have this kind of. And now, to me, it's that new journey, right? It's the new journey of discovery and growth and understanding and and putting myself into the perspective of another person. You know, and not just the sinner, uh, but also the person of, of a different colored skin or yeah. a different ethnic background. You know, um, I remember standing in a, I remember standing in a grocery store in High V. You know, and walking in, and there's these these two young Burmese kids. You know, and they were just in the front line, and and uh, all of a sudden they left. They left all their stuff sitting there. Right. And they walked away, and the person in front of me was just so irritated. 
And I started to laugh because, you know, these kids are probably doing what they're culturally understood and know. Right, right. Yep. But they're right. creating a reaction out of that whole group. Yeah. And I, and it, it sets me back to go, okay, where am I? Yep. Do so, so, Kevin, I got to cut you off. <laughs> Imagine that. You're over, you're, you're over time. <laughs> but but for, for you, but also for the listeners, um, last this year, actually, uh, a friend of mine, Deacon Omar Gutierrez, who's with the Archdiocese of Omaha, we did a two or maybe three-parter on Catholicism and race. So you might be. I need to go back and listen. See, I, might, I, you, I, you, I wasn't yeah, listening I, I'm to. I'm sure you stopped listening when you uh, left. So I can't stand here in my own voice. Oh, so that's, 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 right. that's purgatory. So, Kevin, thanks for being here, and Thank we're going to move on to Mrs. Leach. Hello. So, Renee, what's been fascinating you lately? Um, I'm really challenged lately about the fact that um, we receive grace according to our faith, and. Um, I'm seeing it not only in myself, um, but in, in those around me. And I'm just, um, I'm humbled. Um, but the other thing is I feel like I'm, um, I'm watching the divine choreographer um, doing his thing behind the scenes and seeing him work in people's lives and in different projects and things. And... Um, the question that I had for my spiritual director last week was, um, if we are given grace according to our faith and our faith is like a bucket, how do I make my bucket grow? Mm. I want, I want more grace. And that's the, you know, my greedy heart saying I want more and more and more. Um, and, um, so it's just been something that I've really been fascinated by and, and, um, I'm intrigued seeing it in other people in, um, if you have a little faith, God's going to give you a little grace, and you're going to be wowed by that. Um, but as you grow in your faith, um, he he cannot be outdone in generosity, and he just shows up big time. Mm-hmm. So I've just been really fascinated. Is, was it a is that a, a new idea for you, or sort of a rediscovery of something? It, it's one of those things where maybe you've you heard it, but it's like. Uh, was it uh, cornflakes taste them again for the first time? Yeah. Uh, did you did you did you discover this again for the first time, or was this a brand new idea? Um, no, I think I knew it. I with um, every every one of us has a season that we're that we we all have many seasons, but sometimes when you come to the end of a hard season, um, and you take the time to look back and identify the areas of personal growth and the ways that maybe God asked you to um, sand off some of the rough edges and, and some of the areas in your life that maybe you needed to work on and you look back and um, you can see um, the areas where he showed up. Mm-hmm. And um, I, have, I have some major trust issues. You know, I, I think I have to do it all on my own and um, I'm, I don't, I'm not always confident that God is in the midst of the moment. Mm. Um, and so part of it has been, um, just reflecting back on a hard season and, Mm. um, being able to name where God has showed up and, and then with that knowledge of saying, yes, he's true and faithful and everything to see how reflecting back on the past year at work and in friendships and in other things has been, it's been fun. Father, did you, I sensed you had a question. Well, for you. I don't know if it's a question, but maybe kind of. 
an echo coming back just of something with someone else of just that, you know, we, we so often wish we weren't going through the hard thing. Right. But so often it's like the hard thing that really is where like the grace and the growth comes about. Um, and so just have that, you know, perseverance to go through, you know, the thing. And I'm a little, I'm a little upset. There's a, a sports ad. I don't remember Under Armour or someone like that. And like the only way out is through. And like I've been saying that to uh, <laughs> spiritual buddies <laughs> and like college students, I was doing the ministry yeah. and there for long. Like I just, I just wish I was out of this situation. Well, no, the only way out is through. Through. Mm-hmm. You know, just to keep going through. You know, you just got to have that attitude of going through. And stop asking why. Start asking what. What am I supposed to be learning mm, in the midst yeah. of this? What are you showing me mm. about myself that I need to? And what I area think that's do a I really, need to grow that's in? an important distinction because I often you've heard me say many times that that why is my favorite question. But there is a way, especially when it's pain and suffering. Right. That's when, yeah, you can find the answer to the why with theology and so on. But when it's pain and suffering, oftentimes not. And yeah, beautiful. Like, so what am I supposed to learn from that? Yeah. What am I hanging on to that I need to let go of? And let God move into that area of my life. Right. Thanks, Renee. Mm-hmm. Very good. Father Dickinson. Yo. What's been fascinating you lately? Um, I'd say for me, just the God's providential care, uh, God's fatherly care, the way just similar to Renee in this way, but just like for me, like the thing that convinces me most about God, God's existence is not, you know, like things about the finely tuned universe. Mm. You know, I was reading Eric Metaxas' book uh, recently, uh, Is Atheism Dead? And he's got some great things on just like, you know, silence leads us up to this point where science can't answer anymore. Yep. Right. You know, and that's like that kind of boundary of faith. But even more for me so often, it's it's God's providential care of caring for things that, uh, and providing for things in ways, and almost kind of in some senses, uh, uh, what, you know, there's a lot of popularity right now with the surrender novena. Yeah, uh, which is really to lead you towards God's providential care, right? You know, uh, Jesus, you know, I surrendered all to you. You take care of it. Mm. And in my life as a pastor now with more and more responsibilities, yeah. Yeah. Um, and with, you know, three parishes, one Newman Center, three associates, uh, K through 12 Catholic school system, um, I, I, I really have to govern through providence. You know, like if, you know, what, what's your pastoral strategy? Uh, relying on providence. <laughs> you know, That's that, a good strategy, right? Father. Oh, yeah. But it, 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 it seems, you know, and there, there's there's proper I's to dot and T's to cross right. in this and, and working on that. But more and more as, a, and um, it's not just like a wonderful, I, I can't share the details of, but just a ro- wonderful providential moment yesterday of, you know, a problem that I knew we had to work on that I was trying to put things in position for, but I was also praying like, okay, Lord, you have to take care of this, right? Because it's tempting for that just to overwhelm my prayer time. Mm-hmm. and just and god brought a resolution to it like totally unforeseen and totally beautiful uh and just totally humble uh for the people involved in it and so just uh it's like yeah okay god is real you know awesome. because there's really no other answer or solution to this than than god being real so have uh I, i'm guessing that you've experienced similar moments of fascination at divine providence uh but this is this like another instance of that and it's a later uh most recent one or is there a deepening 
appreciation um, thanksgiving for divine providence I, I you know i think uh, hopefully ever deepening you know I hope, yeah. I, I hope i can always go deeper into appreciating god's providential and fatherly care i hope i don't understand it perfectly yet. Right. <laughs> you know i hope there's more don't to get be revealed right. more to glory, come. You know, there's no halo right <laughs> <There's> no, <laughs> um, and i know and, and i hope his providence providence is more than i can comprehend too yeah, oh, yeah don't yeah, right yeah. you know that you to grow it. right um and so uh but uh, this was just a, just a recent example of that sparked that idea yeah. again in my head. But it's, you know, it's on the month almost, wow, you know, of, of things like that. Just of like, okay, yeah, I'm here. All right. During the, the early stages of the pandemic, uh, I, I did uh, a, a Zoom study unpacking the catechism's teaching on providence mm. and just about uh, the, the father's solicitude for things great and small. Yeah. yeah. Um, so nothing is beyond him, even in the midst of a pandemic. Amen. Thanks, Father. Yeah. So it's time for Out with the Old and In with the New. <laughs> I feel so loved. <laughs> we're, we're going to switch out the uh, the guest co-hosts. Do we get to play Yakety Sax in the background right, right now? <laughs> <laughs> we're back. So joining us at the table now, uh, Emily Leadham and Renee Kranz, the two more recent of the five longtime guest co-hosts. More recent, not younger than the old mm. ones. Although, but, also younger, but also younger. But also younger. <laughs> I mean, is there, just... is there a current? Uh, Regular? So, okay. Current, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, At least as long as he lets me. Right, yeah. As long as he yeah. deigns to this, allow your presence. This, this, as long as he still sends me calendar invites. Today is really just to see, boy, is there anybody from the past that I can bring back <laughs> to, to get rid of? Is, is that, this is actually the audition. <laughs> auditions. Live auditions. <laughs> Whatever. I can take it. Yes, you can. That's why I, I said it. it. <laughs> so, uh, Emily Liedem, love to start with you. What's been fascinating you lately? Uh, first of all, congratulations on 500 episodes Thanks. of Ignition. Thanks. I think it is it is hard work to do this week after week after week. And I'm just sitting there as I was watching this beautiful image of 500 up there. I'm like, man, Bergwald, you've been after yeah. this. And it's, yeah. and it's really... Hard work in the trenches and beautiful work. So congratulations. So your crayons, you're out, lead them in. <laughs> that was easy. Thanks, Emily. Yeah, you're welcome. No, thank you, Emily. Thank um, you. No, so what's fascinating me, um, okay, so yesterday um, I had a day. I just It was just one of those days where I had a day um, to the point where at the end of the day, not to be dramatic, I'm like, I'm having a crisis of faith. You know, who am I? Who do, you know, who is God? All of the things. Um <laughs> My baby hadn't slept in, in six days, was up like four or five times a night. Um, a lot of like stress. So I'm 120 emails deep in my inbox mm-hmm, right now, mm-hmm. feeling overwhelmed. New or total? Total. Okay. To- oh, total. Oh yeah. I don't do the inbox zero thing. So you don't okay. even want to know how many yeah. total, okay. but new. <laughs> new. Okay. New. Oh my gosh. So yeah, Renee's like having an anxiety attack next to me here. Um, so at the end of the day, I called my husband and I'm just, I, I honestly, like in full vulnerability, I'm like almost on the brink of tears. Like I just, I'm so, I'm just kind of overwhelmed. And my incredible husband said, go to the gym. Even if you go sit in the, in the sauna for 10 minutes, go to the gym. I didn't. I actually went and like moved, moved my body a little bit. Like I worked out. I saw this other girl doing these pull-ups and I've always wondered like, man, how do people do pull-ups? I can't do pull-ups. And then I looked at the machine and realized they're actually standing on something that has a weight, a weight attachment. So I was like, I can do pull-ups now. Yes. I like, you know, so anyway, so I did the, I did the machine, did my pull-ups, um, got home, went to bed at eight 30 last night. My baby only got up once and I feel like a new person today. Mm. 
And I have, and, and there's been a few moments like that recently where I'm so aware of the fact that grace builds on nature hmm. that I need to be attentive to my nature. So literally on, on my way into the gym, like I said, not to be dramatic, but I'm having like this crisis of faith of like, God, are you anywhere near me? You know, whatever. And this morning after a good night's sleep, I'm like, oh yeah, we're good. And of course God shows up in, in those moments where our nature is weak and, our, and, our, and we're tired or whatever. But there's just a lot that a good night's sleep, that good food, good nutrition, good exercise, good mental health, good conversations with friends, like all of those things, right, that are in our very ordinary nature, in our humanity, tending to our humanity goes a long way. And so I've just been really fascinated by the way that God can can really do good work in us when we tend well to our nature. So kind of a uh, similar question to what I asked Father, and I think uh, Renee Leach as well. Um, discovery or rediscovery? Um, rediscovery in the sense, uh, really, I think since I'm, a, I'm the executive director of Catholic Family Services, I've been with um, Catholic Family Services for about a year. And I would say in this past year is when this rediscovery has really begun mm. to deepen um, because I'm so aware of the ways that as we are accompanying people in mental health setting, in a mental health um, you know, outpatient clinic, yeah. through the programs that we do, through the retreats that we offer, I just am very aware that often that's the place that we need to start. Mm -hmm. We need to start by tending to the human. And as we tend to the human, these deeper spiritual realities and wounds can kind of become, and, and, uh, and of course they're tied. You know, Father, you do spiritual direction all the time, right. so you see that, but um, I, it's just, there's so many moments where I think, okay, let's start by what are you eating? How much have you slept? Um, and do you have good community of friends around you? And then there's the, then we can go to the next level. Yeah. Um, so I've just been really struck by that. Yeah. Beautiful. In my work. I think there's a neat connection too, back to like what Kevin shared about as well of like, you know, cause I think as South Dakotans, like one of the things for me is I don't, just South Dakotans, we don't encounter a lot of minorities, mm. you know, and, and so sometimes it's hard to understand, like, why are things so difficult? Yes, yes. And, but, you know, yes. I think the great illustration right there of, like, it's maybe for us, there's, uh, not to use the language of privilege, but there's something that you have that's so easy to get yeah. access to. Yeah, yeah. A comfortable bed, a warm house, groceries, a husband that cares. A husband that cares. You know, all those things yeah. that just make that able to, like, just turn on a dime. So that you help. can turn on a dime. Mm -hmm. in that way from like oh what's you know oh okay i'm fine yeah it's gonna be okay yeah. i think that's such a good point father yeah. yeah the family system the family support system that's part of the nature that's part of just those human relationships that make it a lot easier for me to function well yeah yeah totally and what i love about it that's in a sense very ordinary and so yet, ordinary and yet yeah. there's there's depth there it, it's that's fat that awareness is fast refascinated you yeah Beautiful. yeah Thanks, and I'm just fascinated by people, you know. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. I find them interesting. Mrs. Kranz, Renee Kranz, the current Bergwald. ghost of ignition. What's been fascinating you lately, Renee? Uh, you know, you and I have talked about this off and on. Um, for me, it's seeing how the saints work in our lives and how God uses them to change us, to push us, and to draw us closer to him. Mm -hmm. um, I've had a couple uh, recent examples. Um, Padre Pio is one of my favorite saints. Um, but I've had, I've told you before, I've had, I, I feel like 
uh, Joan of Arc is stalking, stalking me you. lately. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, I totally see that. Yeah, yeah, she's been stalking me. You're kind of, she's kind um, of a Joan of Arc, isn't she? Yeah. Yes. Uh, but I've had to, um, I had a medical procedure a couple weeks ago that I was terrified to do. It wasn't anything big or anything. I didn't have to go under. Actually, it would have been better if I had been under. That would have been a benefit. But I was very afraid of it. And mm. I went through like two weeks of anxiety over this thing. And and several people um, helped me. Uh, Brianna gave me a book about Padre Pio for Christmas that has daily readings. And as I got closer to that procedure, they kept applying more to suffering mm. and huh. offer, just, and I'm like, you're killing me, man. <laughs> um, Audrey gave me, uh, did some praying with me, lent me a third class relic of Padre Pio to take with me, um, which helped tremendously. But then I also start to see um, my dad has cancer and it is, is now re recurring, which is unfortunate, but he uh, is Catholic. He doesn't go to church, but um I find myself continually pushed mm -hmm. to bring the saints to him mm -hmm. and to uh, I think we're going to have some opportunities to kind of talk about that kind of stuff. And who knows what can happen from that? Mm -hmm. I, I, I'm very concerned for my dad's health, but I'm always more concerned for our souls. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. whatever this brings, I hope it'll bring him closer to God. So mm -hmm. uh, I can't do that, but hopefully the saints can do That's that. Right, yeah. And I'll just bring them around. I'll be like, hey, dad. <laughs> mm -hmm. So there, I have a lot of them stalking me at very often. Wow. I picked that up. And more in the last year or two. Uh, how's Joan been stalking you? Oh, gosh. The warrior thing. And I'm sure mm -hmm. that's where you're picking that up. Um, the you, you were born for this. That's, I believe that's one mm -hmm. of her quotes. I think mm -hmm. I have it on my computer. Just those kinds of things, like when you have some sort of, to me, some sort of fear that you can, can't do something, mm. like she, all of a sudden she'll pop up somewhere. And I'm mm. like, you are seriously mm. messing with me, woman. And, and yeah, that just gives me great strength to remember that. So I've been reading a little bit more about her, um, picking up some little things. So I was going to ask you, like, how do you, is this through devotions to these saints or mm -hmm. reading about them or reading if they have any writings? A little bit of both. Um, Padre Pio, there's a chaplet to Padre Pio that I think isn't all that well known. I think it must have come about when he was going through uh, his sainthood cause mm. is what I'm gathering. Okay, But it's a really powerful chaplet, really not very long. Um, I've done that quite a bit, and that has helped draw draw me closer uh, Joan of Arc so far is more learning about her and her just popping up in weird ways and just things about her. So yeah, it's a little bit of both, but devotionals have come about St. Jude. is another big one. Mm. I mean, he's going to, he's going to be working overtime again for me. <laughs> <laughs> Got some big ones. Awesome. <laughs> so, so thank you for sharing that. Yeah, so we, we go ahead. No, uh, <laughs> Kevin started us off with race, race relations, who is my brother, Renee with grace is given according to faith, father with divine providence, uh, Emily with just, how would you just, how would you sum, summarize? Grace builds on nature. Grace builds on nature. Mm -hmm. And then saints. So just all these beautiful ways where for me, like you guys again, sharing and, and, and father said this about Kevin's, like just hearing you share gets me excited. I want to like learn more about the saints <laughs> or whatever, all that. But that's how to me, one of the ways the Lord works. Amen. So yeah. drawing me to in the way for me being attentive to what he's saying to me through each one of you. 
So thank you guys for uh, being along the ride for Ignition, for yeah. the Higginson, and definitely for a long time, all of you too. And folks, that will wrap up this episode of Ignition. Again, you can email us, ignition at sfcatholic.org with any thoughts, questions, or ideas for future episodes. Guys, we'll see you in another 500 episodes. And may God <laughs> bless you. <laughs> <laughs>